This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Back of the Nest Preview Show, sponsored by Pitch Sport. Available to download on the App Store and Google Play. PitchDMM.com. Welcome, one and all, to the Back of the Nest Preview Podcast. And after an extended break, me, Heskiff, and definitely not hungover Albert are ready to saddle up for the home stretch of the 2021 season. And it starts with stuttering Everton at Goodison Park. This show is sponsored by Manscaped. Head over to manscaped.com and use BOTN at checkout for 20% off and free shipping. Back of the Nest. Sponsored by Pitch Sport. PitchDMM.com. Yes, after a. Uh... You know, everyone wanted a winter break, and I guess we kind of got a, a spring break instead, three weeks off. And um, yeah, welcome back, everyone. Uh, Heskiff, it's it's been a delightful day for you. Um, your house is <laughs> your house has nearly burned down. Maybe the damp wall would have put it out. Who knows? How are you feel? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm feeling a lot better than I would if my house had burned down. Uh, long story short, I had a broken dishwasher, and I called the plumbers in just in time. Uh, so I feel good. I, yeah, I'm going to be drunk by the end of the podcast, probably. Excellent news. I'm feeling like it's going to be an entertaining one. (laughs) Good stuff. And Albert, you're moaning about being hung over again. How is this possible? Well, in a bit of foreshadowing for Sam, I had to get a new boiler installed yesterday, um, as as an emergency measure. So I got really pissed last night. (laughs) So... Just be, just be warned, Heskiff. Sometimes it's fair, not worth it. We, we had two people in at the same time on Monday. One was a plumber for the dishwasher, and one was checking the boiler. Which touch wood so far is fine, but no, in my luck, it. You know, this time next week, I'll be flooded from the top down. Next week on Back of the Nest Home Improvements. <laughs> um, <laughs> right. Well, let's get straight into the hair and a the dog. Then what? You, I mean, you're already on your second beer, Heskiff, so you are going to be anybody's by the end of this. What, what are you? Oh, doing? Yeah, well, it's, it's it's only an Asahi, which is not that strong, I don't think. Uh, but I've not had huge amounts of food today, and I've been stressed out. So we'll see how it goes. Five point two. That's stronger than I thought. That's pretty strong. Um, what about you, Albert? Water for me. Ah, oh, no hair of the dog. 
Absolutely not. I only just stopped shaking about half an hour ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay then. Good good luck with you on this one because I've, as we've discovered here, I'm drinking a um, a twelve point five percent Lorelli barrel aged coconut maple toast imperial porter brewed with toasted coconut and maple syrup that's all i can tell you because the rest of it is written in swedish it's from a swedish brewery called um where is it omnipo omnipolo it's just the thought of that's made me gag a little bit yeah, you, can, you can watch me pour it oh my god it's oh for god's sake syrup. that actually that actually looks like the water that was coming out the back of my dishwasher <laughs> That oh is, my god it looks like gravy jeez listen i'm happy to be the sober one i'll um i'll hold back your hair when you're chucking that up <laughs> later oh wow i mean it's incredible it is like drinking syrup but it is unbelievable please mm. stop oh i can highly recommend that yummy i mean you you could literally pour that over some waffles and it would taste great Oh, right. Um, what are we going to start with this week? Let's let's start with feeding old. Um, Hayden Mullins is now manager of Colchester United. Um, I think I'm looking at both of you, like you know, looking at the wrinkles around your eyes here. Yeah, we we both saw him come through the academy, right? We were we were there for his debuts. You certainly were, Heskiff. Yeah, I late late nineties, wasn't it? Um, when he when he broke into the team, I really liked him. I thought he was one of my favourite players at the time. And it sort of sort of doesn't surprise me that he became a, a coach. Mm. Um, but yeah, good good luck to him. I think it's only to the end of the season. But And I also have no idea how they're doing. I'm assuming they're doing shit. Otherwise, they wouldn't have a new manager. But good luck to him. Yeah, I, I assume so. Um, it's sort of sometimes centre mid, sometimes sweeper, wasn't he, Albert, in the, back in the day? He was everywhere, wasn't he? Including Watford. <laughs> Albert loves it. I, I I'd let it go. I was that I'd, I was going to let Watford go. No, you weren't. Just as I Don't see push. that Harry Maguire scored in the background over your head for England. Um, oh, but, I lost my man. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I was going to let I was going to let Watford go, and you've bought you've bought it up. You weren't going to let it go. That was before. That might have been before you started drinking your twelve percent gravy. <laughs> it would have come out at some point. Mm. He was only in charge for what? A couple of games at Watford? He was, was in it? charge against us, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah when he um caretaker, didn't he? When Pearson when Pearson went, wasn't it? Hmm. Yeah, well, I think it, I think it must have been, yeah. It makes about sense. Colchester, bit of a step up. <laughs> uh indeed. Um what else has come out today is a fan survey. Now, I'm not sure how much of this you've seen. It's 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 pretty glorious. Um, so I'm reading this off the athletic. I don't know if it was athletic driven or if it's come from somewhere else, but, um, the credit goes to athletic on this one. And, um, yeah, six, six questions pretty much were asked, uh, happiness with clubs performance this season, Albert, what do you think palace rated out of a hundred? So people were asked yeah. just, are you happy? Yes or no? Yeah. Uh, Sixty-eight uh, percent. It's a bit, bit toppy. That's high. That's, that's way higher than I would have guessed. But um, fifty-five point eight six. So we'll we'll say fifty-six percent between friends. Um, yeah. What what absolutely shocks me about this Heskiff is, 
I, I don't, this just proves that you can never please any everyone. That's for sure. So Man City are running away with the league and only scored 94.3. Um, and West Ham, <laughs> who are what, a fifth? No, 93. There are still 7% who think they aren't doing a good job. So what, 7, 7% who think they should be in Man City's position in the league. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, that's that's exactly what I said. Like, what, what are you talking about? But um, what are you thinking of the 56% for Palace? Yeah, I mean, I guess there's a low bar if you're happy with how we're doing. Uh, I'm not in the 56% who think we're doing all right, <laughs> as anyone who listens to this podcast knows. Uh, but the, the one that got me, and I'm sure you're coming on to it, is the, the entertaining football question. Okay, well, well, we'll get into that one. So next up is, I'm happy if the team's manager is in charge this time next season. Um you got I know because you haven't seen this Albert another guess. Uh people were asked would they be happy if Roy Hodgson was here next season? Uh I'm go- I'm going to just go I'm going to plump f- straight down the middle 50%. Yeah, exactly right. 49.81. Um Ooh. bang down the middle. Uh kind of makes sense. I mean, you can it's easy to get wrapped up in thinking everyone thinks that way, but a lot of people, you do see a lot of people say, well, we're already well clear of relegation. We could end up finishing top half of the table. So um, yeah, you can see why it could fall on either, either side. Um, <laughs> think team has chance of winning a trophy next season. That's, that's ranked lowly down at 32% for Palace. Only Newcastle and Fulham are below us in those ones. 32%. Think we could win a trophy next season? Yeah. You know, drinking your twelve percent <laughs> nonsense. Well, it's I'm gonna a pre-season tournament with Dalit. <laughs> we don't even win those, though, do we? We, yeah, get, we get spanked by young boys <laughs> in the in the deciding game or whatever it it's is. Not, it's not all bad. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Newcastle were bottom of that with uh, twenty twenty three percent. Then there was believe your club is well run. Um, 90, the top top of the table and this is Leicester at 99% think their club's well run unsurprisingly, yeah, unsurprisingly Newcastle were at the opposite end of the spectrum on 24% think their club is well run that's actually higher than I thought <laughs> would be for them but um, 70, 78% for us think that's yes. yeah I can't, yeah I kind of I, I kind of feel like that's my actual individual percentage which i'd choose i'd say i think we're 78 percent well run and then there's things like the box office and um <laughs> the main stand being in development for many years and all that sort of stuff so yeah um believe we've spent well on transfers in the last 12 months um again 60 what are we there 50 64 roughly about right i mean you can't complain about signings like sa and things like that but um People would probably want a little bit more. Um, oh, here what, we go. Was that, what, what was the highest? Who, who, who was top of that? Because I, I can't imagine any any club has a you know ninety percent. Yeah, we. Yeah, so three, four clubs are in the nineties. Wow. Uh, Aston Villa, Manchester City, Leicester, and Leeds. So I mean, Le- I mean, Leicester have bought some fantastic players in the last yeah, few years, sure. haven't they? So yeah, yeah, particularly in the last year. Um, yeah, Aston, Aston Villa went from, you know, relegation fodder to signing a bunch of players and now look like a half-decent unit. Um, I'm not really sure who Man City have added in the last time. Who's they had? Fern, Fernand Torres. 
Yeah, they signed that centre back, didn't they? Oh, what D- Ruben Diaz? All oh, right, okay. Yeah, decent from them. And then Leeds, yeah, Leeds have signed like Rafinha and people like that, so they're not, they're not doing too badly either. But Burnley at the other end of the spectrum, 35, West Brom, 38, Sheffield United, 43. Uh, yeah, so now, now here's your question, Heskiff. <laughs> Thinks team, your team plays entertaining football, Albert? Uh, 40%. Oh, yeah, have you got this open? No. It's, that's your bang on again, 40%. Ah. We're second bottom of that table. Only Newcastle on 21% of their fans. Okay, you know, re- really slumming it. Honestly, you know, f- f- there are 40% of fans who need looking into. If they're entertained <laughs> by the football we've played this year, then uh, something's gone wrong. Something's it's quite a subjective in. question though, isn't it? You know? Well, depends I what, you, de- depends what say, you deem as entertainment. I suppose they say if we win, it's entertaining. That's the only thing I can think because I, I, I can count on one hand the, probably the minutes that I've been entertained this season. So uh, If it's like, have I been entertained at myself losing my rag on Twitter after terrible performance after terrible performance, maybe. You know, I, I enjoy picking the fluff out my belly button, you know. So watching a game of football, scale it up, you know, is that that's probably more entertaining. What to do with a fluff? Just goes down the back of the sofa Flick or it. somewhere around there. Flick it. <laughs> if 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 I'm in bed, it just I just brush it through the wife's hair while she's asleep. <laughs> Is there, have you got a hairy belly? Does it get mixed up with some hairs sometimes as well? There's there's all sorts, to be honest. <laughs> like a deep deep jean pocket. <laughs> loose cha- loose change, bit of lint. All sorts. Bit of scout leader, I'm Jeff. I listen. I can't. <laughs> he had. He had. I might have said this before. He had the most prominent alty belly button I've ever seen. Yeah, we're not going there again. <laughs> That's what I said to Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> oh dearie me! Right. Um... <laughs> Uh, talking of being outy <laughs> on international duty, it was tenuous. Um, goals for Michi Batshuayi, Christian Benteke, Kiate, and Eze. Um, Eze's goal was in vain. Uh, penalty, uh, England under-21s did not qualify. You see this conceded in injury time. Uh, to, to They won the game 2-1, but Croatia scored, which meant Croatia qualified on goal difference because of their 92nd-minute goal. Yeah, brutal. <clears throat> um yeah, Batshuayi scores his 22nd goal in 33 Belgian games, although they always play him against the postman, don't they? He never really gets in against the big teams. We'll get on to him in a second. Um, Albert, decent goal for Benteke. Uh, a volley, albeit against Belarus, but um, he's finding the net with a bit of frequency now. Cross the ball, Ooh. for God's sake. That's what I say every time. Every time we're, we're playing him, and you know he, he does well when you put the ball in. So yeah. I, I, I hope we've... Uh, We've studied that one, and and he's gone back to the training ground, sort of with his Crystal Palace gift bag, with a DVD of that goal to show Roy and Roy and Ray. <laughs> um, 
Kiate scored. Now he's. <laughs> I was kind of furious to see that he even played. He played the full ninety minutes against the team. They'd, they'd already qualified. They were playing against the team at the bottom of the group. Um, but then he scored a 96-minute equaliser against an African nation I'd never even heard of. Was, uh, can can anyone tell me who it was? Ent Sweeney? I, I can. It used to be Swaziland because I Googled oh, it. Oh, okay. okay but so it's the weird it's spelt with a small E and then a capital S, I think, is the next letter when I saw it written. So it's it's like, you know, iPod is small I, capital yeah. P. I was like, have they done that on purpose? Is this a branding thing? <laughs> they uh, envisioned it like visit Rwanda on Arsenal's football shirt one day. That's what they're trying, that's what they're aiming towards. Never um, seen yeah. an Arsenal player in Rwanda. Hypocrites. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure they probably have. Have you? Uh, it just oh, it reminds me of the um, Jamie Vardy advert. Have you seen that with the um, tire company that they? Where, where is it just visit thailand on that one yeah yeah so um yeah it's, you, you've got to look at it if you've never seen it it's jamie visit vardy. thailand but, but don't go to the casinos no jamie, jamie, vardy. jamie vardy's in the middle of um i was going to say filbert street there um the king power stadium do, doing kick-ups and then like this just random thai guy comes on the um video screen above and um they start having a, the most awkward conversation ever it's brilliant <laughs> Well, does, I'm he, sure. does, he racially, does he racially abuse that guy, or uh, no? I, I don't. I think they left the racial slurs out of his script for that one. I reckon, yeah. probably for the best. Yeah, he wasn't. He, he wasn't freestyling. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's go, let's get back to Mishy Batshuayi then. So uh, it's funny we joked about this on the pod, uh, the last pod we did in the West Brom preview, um, saying that perhaps we'll get some. Uh, a little bit too honest quotes from some players when they're talking in their own language. And hey, presto, we have done. Mishy Batshuayi said, I get a breath of renewed energy when I come to the national team. The coach, the team, the system are different from that at Palace. With the Red Devils, I feel a lot of trust from the coach. Trust I do not get at Palace. Now, I mean, Heskiff, this isn't surprising, is it? Uh, he's, he's clearly not trusted by Roy and... Um, quite mad that he's just come out and said it when there's nowhere left for him to go for the rest of the season. He's stuck with yeah, us. No, no. Uh, I don't think you're going to win his trust by saying that, Mishy. Uh, <laughs> it, is a bit, it is a bit weird in that um, it sounded like Roy wanted him back. You know, we were, we were after Gallagher and then we sort of switched it to Mishy because Roy wanted him in and, and knew him from his time when he was at Paris before. So you would think, yeah, he does trust him because he's been here before, you know, so he, he knows what Roy's about and and all of that. But yeah, I mean, he he's played even less. I think he's played even less minutes than Mateta of late. So he's clearly way down the pecking order uh, with, with Roy in that respect. Um, and I guess his, his season, I don't know. I mean, I assume he's going to go to the, get in the Belgian squad for the Euros, but he's certainly not going to get very many minutes for Palace, I wouldn't have thought. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a show that they play one up front and Lukaku's just having a wonderful season. So, yeah, I don't, they're only going to play if it's a third round or like, you know, the third qualifying game in the group stages and they've already qualified and that sort of scenario. But um, yeah, he'll definitely go. He'll go. I can't I can't imagine they're going to kick him out of the squad at this point, um, especially as the flat track bully he is and scoring all those goals against nobodies. Um, yeah, I, I mean, Albert, he's, he's a couple of inches this season away from having a couple of goals and that could have turned things around for him. Just, just, just think it's been an unlucky season for him or you just, just still think he hasn't shown enough? 
No, again, like you say, he's he was a he could have had a couple of goals to his name for you know for the lack of a couple of tight offside calls and, and and as we know, there's no there's no striker at Palace that's you know so prolific and and laden with quality service to, you know to get multiple chances and you know if you get you know if you have, if you have two goals that are oh yeah rightfully chalked off for offside you know it's only uh, you know it's only a, takes a slight slight adjustment in that and he'd have a he'd have had two goals in a short space of time he might have got a bit more of a run in the team you know i think we're, we're now seeing it with benteke you know benteke's managed to grab a couple and and hopefully is on is on the sort of beginnings of you know maybe a mild purple patch which is bad news for batch y and probably mateta but yeah i don't think any there's no there's no striker at palace that you can say you know oh they are that i think i think their their lack of goals is 100% down to their their abilities or their effort i think you know we 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 just don't create enough chances for for people to rack up those sorts of numbers mm. Indeed, and um, I mean, he might even fall further down the pecking order now, Heskiff, with the form that uh, Wickham's showing in the under-23s. Um, did you see that pass? I did see that pass. I mean, I think I think I can describe it as that pass, if 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 you've seen it. Unbelievable. Like, just A, pulling it down out of... I mean, I mean he did bully a 16-year-old off the ball, I imagine, to so bring it down out of the air. <laughs> but um, yeah, unbelievable first-time volleyed pass in behind, straight into the stride of the winger coming onto it. Yeah, brilliant. What do you think is more of an impressive feat, that pass or him completing a 90 minutes? Well, yeah, I mean, I, I, I feel I feel very sorry for him. He's had the best years of his career taken away from him from injury after injury. And I, I've always, I always really rated him. I was happy when he came in. He started before he got his first real injury at Palace. He was really showing really good form. I'm particularly, I remember a performance at the performance at Anfield when we won two one up there. I think uh, Balassi and Scott Dan scored. He was unbelievable that night, and I think he could have really had some good years with us if he if he'd managed to stay fit. But hey, presto, it hasn't happened. But um, hopefully, he can get himself fit and. You know, when because he'll be leaving that he'll be leaving in the summer out of contracts, he definitely won't be getting a new one. So, um, yeah, well, good, good luck to him. Hopefully, he can get a decent move and you know, get some football in before his body finally gives up on him, I guess. Anyway, um, happy birthday, Connor. 28 today, <laughs> yeah. Uh, if he does go, there'll be some agent fees involved, that's for sure. And, um, a list has just come out of how much each team. Um, paid in agent fees between February of last year and February of this year. Um, you described it as grim, Albert, when you saw this list, of which total was two hundred seventy-two point two million for Premier League clubs. Quarter of a billion pounds going essentially out of the game. That's you know that's the that's the bottom line for me. It's like that's a it's a huge chunk of money, and you know, and this is in the year this is in the COVID year where it was all meant to be. Mm. Or it's all going to, you know, there's not going to be that many transfers. It's all going to be a bit quiet, you know. And there's still two hundred, what do you say, two hundred twenty million quid, two hundred seventy-two million going into agents' agents' pockets. I mean, it's ridiculous. I mean, you, I obviously, when you first see that list, you, you know, you instantly go down to Palace, and it's like, fucking hell, six million quid, Jesus Christ! But then you actually look, and we're and we're one of the sort of yeah I, the lesser spenders. I mean, it's unbelievable. Yeah, we've spent six point seven six million on agents and only Burnley and West Brom have spent less than us in the last, in the last year. That's because they've had, but big Sam has only been there for a few months. 
Well, they, they got promoted as well, didn't they? So they didn't they didn't really I think if you go back to that fan survey we were talking about earlier, West Brom were really lowly ranked on how they spent their money. I think they've just come up and pretty much banked the money and accept that they're gonna go down. Uh, which we've talked about, like teams have done it in the past and then try and have another run at it. I mean, Norwich are, Norwich are in the fits of doing that at the moment. They're absolutely running away with the championship and they didn't spend anything last season. So, um, yeah, this is, it's kind of uh, an accepted philosophy now that, like as I always say all the time, it's so hard to get relegated from the Premier League. If you manage to get yourself in there for a couple of years, it then becomes very, very difficult to go down because... Um, we just we just have such an advantage in terms of how the quality you have in your squad. Um, but yeah, man, uh, Chelsea at top of that list at thirty five point million. Then the two Manchester's on pretty much both on thirty million. Uh, crazy amounts of money. Crazy. Um, Simon Jordan wouldn't have had it, would he, Albert? Absolutely not. <laughs> mm. um, one of his one of his more noble. Um, campaigns indeed right um it's it's I, I think we're obliged to say it's ad time now i think i have to say this um so it's ad time back in an s is sponsored by manscapes the global leaders in men below the waist grooming manscaped offers precision engineering tools for your family jaws and it's now available in usa canada the uk australia new zealand and the eu weep <laughs> we have an exclusive offer for our audience use code BOTN to get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com join the movement and the other 2 million men now who trust Manscaped um, now this is Manscaped a company doing a drive on testicular cancer so did you know that one guy every hour every day is diagnosed with testicular cancer so this is a reminder to all of the men listening to check yourself before you wreck yourself <laughs> Uh, Manscaped, in addition to providing the right tools and solutions for a safe and easy manscaping, has partnered with Testicular Cancer Society to spread awareness for men's health and early cancer detection. Together, TCS and Manscaped are committed to raising awareness for the most common form of cancer in men aged 15, 15 to 35. I mean, that counts us out, lads, so um, we're past it. Um, and giving support for fighters, survivors, and families impacted by testicular cancer as part of their We Save Balls initiative. While you're down there cleaning up your sack, why not go ahead and give them a little investigation for lumps, changes in size, or any pain? I think we can all agree it's pretty fun playing with your balls anyway. (laughs) Manscaped recommends you check yourself once a month. If you do feel any lumps or swelling, give your doctor a call. In addition to checking yourself regularly, you want to make sure your sack is looking fresh and clean with Manscaped's Perfect Package 3.0. Inside the Perfect Package, you'll find their electric trimmer called the Lawnmower 3.0. The waterproof trimmer features skin-safe technology to reduce cuts of the sack. All liquid formulations use only the best ingredients. Some of these liquid tools include the Crop Preserver and its anti-chase anti-chafing deodorant for your balls, the crop reviver, a spray and ball toner refresher. The Perfect Package 3.0 also includes anti-chafing performance boxes that keep your package cool and feeling fresh. Those boxes are the GOAT boxes, especially if you're going out on a long walk, lads. Can't recommend them enough. Join the Manscaped movement and start taking care of your balls today. Get 20% off a free shipping at manscaped.com when using the code BOTN. Always use the right tools for the job. Right, thanks for sticking that out with us. Um, good calls there. 
um, make sure you check your balls is is really important. And um, yeah, but as it says, who do, who doesn't enjoy playing with their balls? <laughs> Albert just chuckling on mute there. There's <laughs> no, nothing. Is but do, do put in BOTN in the shop, and, and what they, what Terence didn't say is that when you when you use that code, Heskiff comes around and does it for you. <laughs> <laughs> We've all got to make money somehow in the pandemic, haven't we? Back of the nest, sponsored by Pitch Sport. Fun time videos. Choose your match day squad, post match ratings, and much more. Available to download on the App Store and Google Play. PitchDMM.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. I mean, we're playing Everton on Monday night at 6pm, for those who didn't know. Um, I'm actually going to watch this with another Palace fan in the garden. What? I know. And it's, I'm not breaking any rules. It's going to be, I can't believe it. <laughs> six o'clock yeah six o'clock on monday you've got you've got kids well kid you can't yeah. you can't but you can't be going out at six o'clock to watch football oh she'll be in bed by seven and sleeps for 12 hours it's fine right so you can be you'll be around your mate's house for the second half then won't you? <laughs> no <laughs> um i livid literally as i've said many times this pandemic has saved me so many arguments with the missus it's it's been the most timely thing i mean i shouldn't joke about it but um, she's yeah. one now you're on your own i'm off out yeah <laughs> I, I, I gave you a whole year of no going out on saturdays to football <laughs> um yeah i mean she i don't i don't know what we're going to talk about to be honest we don't know who's fit people aren't even back from international duty yet um so and it's just it's so far away still as we record on wednesday night here um whenever i think everton no heskiv i always think we do all right against them and then we haven't beat them in 12 games (laughs) Same. We, we used to. <laughs> no, I mean, the, la- it, the last time we beat them was that second one of the two, the consecutive three twos. I remember going to a three two, uh, the one where Yala scored, and um, we went with uh, my wife and her friend, both of whom are American, and obviously they had Tim Howard in goal. So she was like, look, I just really like Tim Howard. And I was like, I don't care. You're Sporting Palace. I don't care. You can like Tim Howard after the game. You're not allowed to like him. Stop it. And she was like, yeah, but Tim Howard is like really famous. I was like, don't care. Like the whole journey, the whole journey. Uh, it took us like seven hours to get up there because there was like nightmare traffic. She was talking about Tim Howard. And then Yala scored and we all went mental. And she screamed, fuck you, Tim Howard. And then I was like, shit, I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> well, that's fine. You're one of us. And then uh, it was seven hours back because there was, a, a unfortunately, a crash on the motorway. So I'm glad we won because that was a good like 13, 14 hour round trip. 
Jeez, I mean, the trains people get get on trains. You drive in lunatics. Well, it was uh, miserable Dave who was driving, and he definitely lived up to his name that day. <laughs> I bet he did. Just oh, 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 all you lot pissed and then asleep, basically halfway through the journey. Yeah, the I mean, I, I don't drive, so I'm a massive freeloader. So I'm always fine. Outrageous. Yeah, yeah I've, I've been thinking about uh, having to learn how to drive. Um, me and my friend Nick have been talking about um, how we get the kids to games and doing it on the trains might be a bit of a nightmare. So, oh, you, oh you're, take, you're taking the kids to the game now? Well, well, from... well when, when, yeah, when she gets to, I don't know, seven or eight, I imagine, yeah. But Nick, in the meantime, Nick's kid is like five or six now. So you'll need you'll need take it from me. You'll need snacks. Oh, I need snacks. No, <laughs> I've got a six pack of snacks, mate. Arthur only only comes to the football for the for the grub. He knows he's getting a bag of Maltesers at half time. He knows there might be a, a a cup of chips or nuggets if they haven't sold out again. Um, yeah, he's all about the snacks. Has he gone tasty jerk? No, not yet. Not yet, and I'm kind of resenting because when I take him, it means I can't go to the Tasty Jerk. Livid. Yeah. Tough. Well, you can't just go to the Tasty Jerk and mate him. Just wait. <sighs> no, it doesn't fit. Doesn't feel right. You know, you have to. You know, I'm not. I'm not going to be like. There's a. There's a crap Palace burger for you. I'm tucking into some prime chicken and rice. <laughs> it's, just, it's, it's not. It's not the way I'm raising my kids. <laughs> I was. I, I was more thinking you might be worried that you just get like smokes out of the shop and there is that as well yeah (laughs) bad for his little lungs um attacked by a cockroach uh like yeah cockroaches ain't all bad they're not dirty cockroaches it's fine absolutely don't worry about it it's extra extra texture actually yeah yeah if you like a if you like a bagel in brick lane um i mean full of full of cockroaches you'll see them all the time so yeah, don't mean to ruin it for you. Talking about ruined food, going off on massive tangents here. Has any, if you, either of you watched um, um, Sea Spiracy yet on Netflix? Nope. Do you, do you like eating fish? Once or twice a week. Sure. Yeah, don't watch it then because you will no longer want to eat fish after it. Um, and I, I would never have believed that if you'd have said it to me before I watched it. But if you why? Watch- what, are the, what are they doing? Um, what are these fish doing? Well, it's what we're the basically the sea is key to us surviving as a human race, and basically, the fishing industry is basically on the brink of Armageddon of basically killing the sea. Got about got about twenty five thirty years left, and then oh. and then the sea starts to die, and then it turns out the sea is a massive sink for carbon. So, um, if if the sea don't suck off all the carbon, then we're we're Rofsky. So as I tweeted the other day, Palace have got 25 years to win a trophy before before we've got no more chances. We can't we can't finish with just the ZDS Cup. <laughs> free nil Everton on that note. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, who I mean in that last three too, Romelu Lukaku and uh, Leighton Baines scored the goals for them. Like, you said you said Balassi got the winner. Can you remember who got the other two? Uh, Fraser Campbell. Correct. Ooh. Punch. Nah, that was punch was in the previous three. Yeah, yeah. Jedi. Yeah, Yeah, he got a penalty. Yeah, that's right. I know it was, and it was Howard who made the. He just made a ridiculous challenge. That's right. That's right. 
Uh, I'll take he it. Still, that was a good day he out, still that wound up. He was all wound up from the, the abuse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, cool. Um, all right, then, let's, while we're on it, can you can you name the lineup? Do you reckon you got the lineup in you? For that game? For that game. Starting lineup. Probably not. Joel Ward. That's a given. That's a given. You got you got a given in you got a given in goal. Come on, that's easy. You don't need to worry about those ones. Tennessee. <laughs> no, this is in twenty fourteen. I on. know. <laughs> that that um nightmare hadn't started yet. Oh, oh can you remember those days? But my Sproni and goal, Joe Ward. Scott Dan. Yeah, you sounded so confident. <laughs> and then it was Scott Scott Dan, Damien Delaney. Yeah. Uh, uh we said yeah, Dinak. We've said Jimmy Campbell did. McC- MacArthur would have played, wouldn't he? Uh yeah, MacArthur. Uh bonus points if you can tell me who replaced him later in the game. If either of you get it, I'm calling it. You're reading it off your screen. So Jordan, Jordan Much. <laughs> <laughs> Who else played in that? Uh, Ledley. Uh, Ledley was not playing. He's probably in. Oh no, he was playing. There you go. Sorry, he was playing. Yeah. So that was McJedley, the famous McJedley. Yeah. Yeah. Yalla played. Yeah, played. Obviously, he scored. Yeah, he did. Wilf. Uh, no, Wilf wasn't there that season, was he? Oh, he, uh, no, he was. Was he back that season? He was. He was yeah. He, but yeah. Oh, unused substitute. What? <laughs> Who else even played at that time? That was uh, left back. I'm struggling for a left back. Zeki Fryers. I'm so oh, hungover. Zeki Fryers did come on in that game. He replaced. What? He, <laughs> he, he replaced Balassi. Oh. Sit, da- sit down, Wilf. We're sending on Zeki. Imagine, imagine the thought process there. <laughs> Sorry, Wilf, you're not that good. Zeki, come on. Yeah, we was probably trying to hold on to the three points, to be honest. So, um... but yeah. So you, you've, you, you, you've already mentioned Jason Punchin from the previous game. So he was the other one, and obviously Campbell you got as a goal scorer who was replaced there. And it, again, I mean, the three. If you could have named me the three substitutes that came on, I would. Yeah, I would have given you any piece of Palace memorabilia I have, to be honest. Um, three, <laughs> Seki Friars, uh, MacArthur was placed by Adleni Guediora. Oh, oh my like God! And Fraser Campbell was replaced by Kevin Doyle. <laughs> and we won the game. And we, we won the game. Doyle and Zeki Fries and we won the game. Literally, as I'm looking at the lineup, across from Kevin Doyle on the other side of the team sheet is Samuel Eto. <laughs> we we won the game. Yeah. Brilliant. So who's the left who was the left back? Oh, so uh Martin Kelly. Ah, uh, policeman Kelly. So he must have had, we must have had an injury to What a lineup to win away in the Premier League. Indeed. Against a really good Everton team there. Yeah. Really decent team. Although most of them are like pundits now on TV. They were pretty old, I guess. Oh, I feel Jagielka's still playing. John Stones. There you go. Right, you can tell that we're struggling to find things to talk about here. <laughs> but no, uh, we'll, do, we'll do our favourites, um, the strengths and weaknesses. They've got some weaknesses that actually stack up to us here. Um, they're bad at defending against, defending against attacks down the flanks. However, unfortunately, they are good at scoring from set pieces. Um, but do you think 
again, like it, it, it's it's trimming down. We, we've got another game against a dangerous team who like to throw the ball in the box a lot in West Brom and get as many set pieces as possible. We defended them pretty well in that last game, didn't we, Heskiff? I can't even remember. <laughs> uh, yeah, we didn't let a goal in. Just say yes. Just yeah, say. Yeah, just be yeah. positive. Just say yes. It yeah, was <laughs> eighty-four years ago. Yeah, it, it, yeah. it does kind of weirdly feel like that. It's the most bizarre break in the season. It's, it feels more bizarre than lockdown one, which actually postponed the season for quite a while. Because at least that was like a bit of a novelty and whatever, and you, you understood what was going on. But with this, it's just kind of like. We played three games in six days and then we yeah. don't play for three weeks. It's weird that it's like non-stop football, non-stop football, like non-stop Palace even. And then we get to the point where like Albert texts us and says, oh, we're doing a pod. And we were like, oh, shit, we probably better. It reminds me I of only, that. I, I only said that because I thought we had another week off. I was just <laughs> double checking. And it was like, yeah, we are. So, oh, what? <laughs> well, it's still because it got, when it got moved to the Monday, I was like, this is really taking a piss now. It's just really stretching it out. But um, Monday at six. I mean, that's a joke. Yeah. I mean, I would, yeah. I mean, in normal times, it'd have absolutely been a joke. Um, mind you, so I would, I would have been in the office and we just had a half day and popped over from Edgware Road to Euston and jumped on a train up to Liverpool. Would have been a great time. Would have booked the next day off as well, stayed overnight. Um, ended up in like a bar called Mojo with Joey Barton. That's happened up there before. Brilliant. Oh dear. Yeah, well, not anymore. He's, he's, he's managing at Bristol Rovers, and a couple of my good friends are Bristol Rovers fans. Uh, my, my best man from my wedding is a Bristol Rovers fan. Is a Bristol Rovers fan. And uh, has he tried to do the Bristolian accent like he did with the the French one? <laughs> so my my Bristol Rovers mates hadn't seen that interview. So when I showed it to them, they were just like, "We really hope he does this with a Bristolian accent," but. Apparently not required. <laughs> still, just still the Jemapel, Jemapel, Jamie. <laughs> J'adore. I, I want to hear. <laughs> I want to hear Joey Barton use Gert Lush in a post-match interview. Yeah. Yeah. That that pressing was Gert Lush. <laughs> yeah. Um. Heskiff, res- resident um, Frenchman and um, authority on all things French. Yeah. What, what did you think of um, Joey Barton's accent in that interview that time? Yeah, not the best. But when I talk French, I talk French with this accent. <laughs> and it's pr- like the, the ugliest thing you've ever heard. Is so, that, do the French have a word for Stratomish French? <laughs> they just call me... Look, look... <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, that's what everyone calls you. Yeah, it's universal language. Oh, we did so well. We got. We almost the, made it. We almost made it to the end. Um, sorry, who's ever producing this? Uh, yeah, so they're poor, they're poor at defending down the flanks, which is obviously good for us and kind of an age-old Everton problem, which they got rid of for a couple of years, but seems to be creeping back in for them now. We're uh, pushing their full-backs on a bit too much. And, of course, with... Well, I was said previously with with our style of play, it does sort of suit us, but it depends. You never know what Roy is gonna pull out the old rabbit, pull out the old hat, pull out the old rabbit, pull out the rabbit. Pull out anything he's ever done. Pull out the rabbit. If you can say it, he'll do it. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So who knows? If we play some wingers, maybe we can uh, take advantage of that. Um, And then 
yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's impossible. There's been no no one's talked about anything about who might be fit, who might be injured. It looks like our players have come through unscathed. So with players coming back as well, it looks like he should pretty much have a the best part of the squad to pick from. Um, so yeah, well, I guess we'll just have to wait and see um, what pops up. But we might as well have a loose prediction. Heskiff, go go. What, what do you reckon? Two nils to Everton. I mean, they are on the back of three consecutive defeats. So, sorry, three nil to Everton. They <laughs> lost two nil to Man City, two nil to Chelsea, and sandwiched a what a two one loss to Burnley at home. Um, so, Albert, does that bore you? Mm, I mean, I'd, I'd already said three nil slightly earlier in the pod. Um, you can have three. I'll take two. Yeah. No, uh, three one. Benteke. Well, that would be an exact repeat of the last trip to Goodison, um, which I think I watched in Box Park um, because that was a, like a twelve thirty kickoff or something, wasn't it? Benteke shot sneaked under Pickford, but um, with the form Pickford's been in this season, you've got you've got to test him, uh, particularly from range. He's, he's struggling a bit there, but um, shoot on sight probably won't be our philosophy. It'll be... <laughs> <laughs> Try to pass it in. Uh, so we've got a three nil and a two, a three one and a two nil. Um, oh, jeez. I'll, I'll yeah, <laughs> one one nil Everton. Yeah, maybe two nil. I'll go. I'll, I'll take one nil as it hasn't as it hasn't been taken yet. Um, right. So if this game's Monday, I imagine unless we spank them, I, I can imagine that we're going to end up doing a, a joint preview review next week of this game um, joy of joys so prepare yourself for that <laughs> and then um next weekend we play chelsea so normal normal preview for that um it's chelsea at sellers if that makes a difference um i don't know they've, they've found some form i mean that game's got one nil chelsea written all over it based on what's been going on players but we'll we'll get into that next week um yeah, so look out for the show next week where I'm sure we can probably get Hambo involved with us as well as we talk about the inevitable defeat to Everton and the upcoming defeat to Chelsea. Yay, welcome back everybody. Right, until next week, up the Palace. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mate's already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.